Howdy there, it's me, your friend, Volandal Man. How's it going? I hope it's going well. I want to apologize to you, personally, you. I'm sorry, because Connor and our special guest for this episode, they recorded on the same couch with the same mic, and by golly, was their audio just the scariest thing I've seen this year. It, it's, I... I edited it, okay? I edited it, and it is pretty listenable, but it cu- it cuts out at some parts. And I'm gonna just have to ask you to use your imagination to fill in what might be said when that happens. Scrap this, scrap this. Vitamin Dice is an actual play RPG podcast made by adults for adults. Things can get pretty rowdy around this year game table and it is not appropriate content for children. Content warnings can be found in the episode descriptions. Welcome to Vitamin Dice, your favorite RPG podcast. I am your game master, Volandal Man, and today I'm joined by... Hello, it's Caden Wise. Hello, I'm Connor Mann. Hi, I'm Frankie Chapel. Introducing special guest... I'm Duncan Mullet. We're going to be doing a Blood of Heroes series. For those of you listening, Blood of Heroes is the RPG that I made. You won't know the rules to it, but don't worry. We don't either. Nobody else does either. <laughs> this is pretty much us literally playing it for the first time. Nope, not this not version. Not a single person. We have not. It's brand new. None of us have played. So you'll be learning as we learn, which could be pretty fun. If anybody was like, oh, yeah, I know all about it, it'd be like the fucking Back to the Future meme. <laughs> well, I've seen this one. <laughs> what do you mean you know it? It's brand new. All right, so the whole premise for this Blood of Heroes miniseries is that you guys are going to be mercenaries in a mercenaries guild, and it's going to be like a series of one-shots, except that as opposed to regular one-shots, it will be characters continuing. Like epi- it, It'll be more like a, an episodic series. The prompt for the introductory scene is to get into this mercenaries guild, you have to perform an impressive feat, and a senior member of the guild has to witness your feat and decide to sponsor your entry into the guild what is you know intended by an impressive feat is open to interpretation Uh, oftentimes it is defeating a dangerous opponent but it could be anything as long as a senior member says hey that was sick you got guts kid i'm a sponsor you we got a brand new cast of characters to introduce is anybody feeling confident enough to kick us off with their introductory character scenes i'll just fucking go okay so there i was there you were king's court Right. The King's Court, yeah. I was shredding some tasty licks okay. on my trusty loot. Yeah. Just feeling the crowd, feeling the well, crowd. First and off, one fucking... uh, Duncan, sorry to interrupt you. I'll, I'll edit it later. So oh, of course. Rude. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, yeah, what, what is your <laughs> character's name and what do they look like? My, my character's name is Arn Ward and he is a bard. Specialization. Fire magic. Legend. <laughs> anyway, to continue. And what does the legend look we... like? <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> The legend has jet black hair, combed back, a heinous amount of eyeliner, almost ungodly. 
Well, it sounds like somebody <laughs> really familiar. He's just wearing too much eyeliner. An almost sinful amount of eyeliner. <laughs> yeah. Borderline decadent. You know what I'm saying? Almost like you just use the entire thing. Yeah. People are like, how the fuck did that much eyeliner get on his eyes? How is it not dripping? How is it just like sort of staying stagnant? <laughs> how does it stay on there? A god would look down and be like, I don't like to throw, you know, words around, but that I feel like that should be a sin to have that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some priest like jotting it down into his Bible as I walk past. Can I add new ones? <laughs> yeah. This. 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 <laughs> you see that? This here, this right here, officer. God talking to the police. <laughs> it's this one, this, officer. That, that's it him. Was him. <laughs> that's him on stage. <laughs> you cannot ever commit a crime because you will immediately be picked out of a lineup. So, yeah, exactly. When God calls nine one one on you, you you fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Arn is goth, and and band, long, flowy, black clothes, kind of tattered. And he has a katana coming out from the back guitar. <laughs> oh my god. I thought he had a lute. Um, it's a six-string lute. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it's this okay. new thing called, I'm, I, it's a six-string lute. I'm going to call it a guitar. Yes. Yes, he invented it. You're not ready for it, but your He's kids like, are going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly. Good reference. And then, um, I'm just going to keep referencing Back to the Future. Honestly. And then I was playing in the King's Court once, and I roasted someone so hard they got third-degree burns. Do you want to cut me off a slice of that? What kind of roast are we talking about? Yeah, sure. Like, des- describe a roastable character, and I'll, I'll, like, I'll, like, set you up. Okay, cool. So, it's the slinky little fucker, okay. right? right? He has a bit of a rat face with, like, back <laughs> dark yeah. hair. He was giving me dirty look. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. In the king's court. And what, what was he doing that prompted you to just like roast him? He heckled me. He heckled you? He heckled Okay, I, I, I think I know the voice based on your description. So okay. this weaselly noble entered the court while you were playing and uh, he, he he makes his presence known. Oh, Reginald, you say? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Re- Reginald yeah. Stern. Reginald of the house ah, Stern. Ugh, hate that fucking guy. This fucking guy. His herald makes it known that Reginald of the House Stern will be addressing the king. And as he walks by, he scoffs, <laughs> so much eyeliner. <laughs> God, that should be a sin. <laughs> How do you even take yourself seriously? <laughs> I start out with a sick, nasty riff. <laughs> what? What? No retort? <laughs> Just keeps on playing. <laughs> what a bard. You are stupid. Reginald. <laughs> yes, that's me. You red dumbass. <laughs> what? Don't you fuck off. Whoa. Well, excuse me. <laughs> Smoke starts billowing out from my face. Well, I... Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? His eyebrows light a flame suddenly. <laughs> Gets the king's attention. He's like, "By God, that was the sickest burn I've ever heard." His music is fire. I'm still going. Fucking shred a tasty lick. And Reginald burst into flames. Turns out he was a vampire the whole time. I totally meant to do that. By audible gasp from the crowd. That was purposeful. And as Reginald of the House Stern runs out, he says. I was a vampire with a plot to kill the king. <laughs> and that's how I ended up here. He was con the entire time? Con Donald? Uh, yeah, it's, it's slipped into that. <laughs> uh, so I guess yeah. 
an onlooking senior member witnessed that and they assumed that you had already figured out that Reginald of the House Stern was a vampire with a plot to kill the king and you uh, were posing as a simple jester in the king's court to get there and then kill, you know, d- depose of him with your fire magic. So he-, he sponsored your entry into the guild. Oh Yeah, like that's totally true. Every word of that is true. One hundred percent. Not one falsehood. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> All right. So get this. Here I was sitting. Half, I can hardly believe uh, it. Having myself a pint six. Pouring out for Randy. And I looked outside the window, and there was a squadron of city guard run down the street. Mm-hmm. So I left the tavern and I followed them to a village outside of the city, where there I, I saw devilish sort of flying bat creature thing. I see. City Watch came and they tried to poke it with their spears. They couldn't. I see. <laughs> so I took out my heavy crossbow mm-hmm. and I shot the fuck out of that imp. Yo, hell yeah, let's go. He shot the imp. Shot the imp. Shot the imp. I just had a great idea for a quest. What's your name and what do you look like? Yeah, yeah. You, you did edit forget this step into one the and beginning. Two, and you skipped it. Edit right this into three. the beginning. <laughs> My character's name is Katia Orsini. Okay. And she has a fucking enormous sniper rifle crossbow. That is so fucking sick, bro. So it's like a bolt-action rifle. Mm -hmm. I pull back the crossbow string using, like, a bolt-action, like, rifle bolt. That is so (laughs) sick. That was... I spent most of my time coming up with the weapon. I can tell. (laughs) Because, I mean, that's basically what my character is. I'm a a woman with a big-ass crossbow character. Yeah. My name is Zadie Solade. I'm a sea elf and I'm a storm magic druid. Mm-hmm. Zadie is very short. So short that people like to comment on it and she's really sensitive about it. Oh! <laughs> she has dark skin and really big curly hair that's kind of blonde-ish and she has two little silver horns. I was tasked with hunting a predator that has been killing livestock in a certain town and ruining a bunch of crops and just wrecking havoc, basically. And so Zadie was like, okay. Nice. She finds the thing. It's a bear. Dire bear. Huge fucking bear. It's a big old bear. She's like, hey, the people in this town are like real upset that you're killing all their livestock. Can you not? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> can you not? Can you, can you like, just not? That out, <laughs> Literally, can you not? For like five seconds. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, well, what if we make a deal and figure it out? And when we make the deal, you stop. And the bear was like, yeah, okay, that's cool. So we made a deal. The deal is the farmers would offer, like, here's a lamb. I like to imagine that everybody in the village gives a small offering of food right when bears are getting getting ready to hibernate. Yeah. Because that's the time when they need to just consume lots of calories and they like build up fat for the whole winter. Yeah, let's do it. And so the bear doesn't go in the village anymore. And I went back and they were really impressed that I made it stop harassing everyone without killing it. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. Do you know its name? Did it ever? Do bears even have names? It was actually a mom bear. Mm-hmm. And she was wrecking so much havoc because she just had cubs and was trying to feed them. And um, her name is Imra. Imra. Wow. Cool. That's so cool that you did that without killing it. I mean, I'm a druid, so. Yeah. 
Uh, we open our scene on a dark forest at twilight. We move our way through a forest of mangled trees. Seems like some kind of swamp or mire. And we've come across a small cottage deep within the mire. That's all quiet for a moment. Till there's a blast of energy that erupts from the roof. And then another one that hits the wall and just bursts outwards. We move into the hole and we see a figure has just dodged narrowly out of the way of this bolt of magical energy. He is tall and bulky, dressed in a long, dirty trench coat over a equally dented, scorch-marked armor. Seems like it's seen a lot of damage against, like, blasts. He wears a wide-brimmed hat. He moves into position, pulls up a shield. It's a diamond-shaped shield that he holds diagonal. And in the other hand, he has this mace made of crude iron that looks like a gnarled tree knot. And it's stained in blood. And he (laughs) sniffs, looks at his opponent, who is this young orc girl who is dressed primarily in like rags terrified look on her face as she's just like wielding a spell in her hands and you just see this guy look at her even causing issues missy and it's my job to handle issues and he rushes forward and kicks a table that's currently set between both of them at her as she sends this spell forward it hits the table and erupts and he uses that moment to immediately rush inwards Basically, we don't see what happens next, but there's a crack and like a dull thud. And then a nearby village that is like at the very edge of the mire, riding on a horse that's old and weathered is this guy. He looks up. There's like a tangled beard with like tusks poking out from the underjaw, a pair of horns that push against the brim of the hat that he's wearing. And his eyes are just like fierce and bestial. He has like a green tone to his skin, but it's a little bit like sickly green, pockmarked and scarred as shit. There's like a burn mark that goes across his left eye, scars from various different wounds that cover him. It's a mess. And he has a thing wrapped in a rug on his horseback and he walks up to the the chieftain of this settlement, drops the rug and it unrolls and it's the young orc girl. Here's the problem you were dealing with. Now where's the coin? Basically is like staring down this individual who just is like terrified and just throws a bag of coins at him and he catches it in one hand. Pleasure doing business. Turns around and hops back onto the horse and then rides off some recruiter catches word of this witch hunter who has just now bested a very powerful witch, though young, it seems. His reputation precedes him. Damn. <laughs> Bravo. What's your character's name? What do they look like? Oh, wait, no, you describe I describe what they look like. He's a well-known witch hunter by the name of Boris Hallmore. Boris, yeah, I've heard that name. You're that witch hunter from the murky swamps. I'm known across the lands, boy. You do well to remember that. Always locked in my stack. <laughs> locked deep inside Good. Would have forgotten me head if it weren't attached to me. I imagine there's not much going on upstairs. Oh, no, there's plenty of stuff. Say, promise. What a surprise. It just moves on very quickly. What are you doing me like this for? <laughs> being honest. We had a deal, didn't we? <laughs> we ain't friends, boy. Roasted you. <laughs> uh, for starters, there is a, a, a kingdom, Talamnon. It's mostly in a dark kingdom. It has the barrier peaks to the west, Lake Rizan to the east. Uh, north is the, you know, mountainous kingdom of Dilteus. South is the Mahobran Sea. 
that is where the Might and Merit Mercenaries Guild is based out of. And the idea for this Blood of Heroes miniseries is that in each episode, essentially, we're going to use the tarot card adventures that Frankie has. Oh, yeah. interesting. I had no yeah. idea. <laughs> I believe it was proposed. I don't know if you had responded Same. to it. It had been proposed at some point, and we're doing it. Nice. Um, interesting. I'm intrigued. We, uh, we drew one when I was last over there, and I wrote down what it is. Do you remember what the card looked like? Because I don't remember which card it was. I don't remember which card it is either, but I know what the adventure was, and that's going to happen to you. You are all in the Might and Merit Guild Hall. You have all been sponsored into being full members of the guild. How long ago that happened? Totally up to you. But here you all are together when a noble comes in. It's obvious to all of you, simply based on the clothes yeah, that they I'm wear. Just look at them. So clean. They wear the clothes of a noble, but they are dirty and not well maintained at this point. They seem to have a have had a rough a rough travel. Oh. He's far from home. A bit of weather stain on their noble clothes and their hair messier than nobles tend to keep their hair. I think it's uh it, it is it is a noble woman and uh, she, she comes into the hall. She looks tired and weary. Maybe not not doing so great. You all right, love? Um, I, I have been doing better, as it were. What can we do for you? Are you in need of a drink? I'm here on urgent business. I require the help of some adventurers, mercenaries, such as yourselves. Well, you're in the right place. My name is Alyssa Valerion. I'm a noble from the court of Talamnon. There is, there's a, to be a council meeting in the capital city of Grey Rain. One of the council members is stepping down, and I'm the most likely candidate to replace them. But it has come to my attention that there is a, an assassin on the loose, one who means to end my life so that I may not take up this position. I can offer you a great reward if, if you see me th to live through the dawn three days from now at the council meeting in Grey Rain. Can I count on you? How much is this reward? I, I am of great means. I will see that you are well compensated. Is there a particular number you have in mind? If you want, you can roll a diplomacy check. Can I make intimidate? Are you trying to intimidate her? Oh, absolutely. So imagine this guy at all times, without even trying, is just intimidating. <laughs> all right. Basically, when he speaks, it's with the intention of either intimidation or just to tell you to fuck off. 21. 21. Okay, so she's scared. She suddenly gets very quiet and looks like she's ready to leave at a moment's notice. Wow, okay. That's, he's just like that. It's really don't have to be... Do you want to roll a diplomacy check? Hey, do you want to get a good cop, bad cop? <laughs> sure. Let's do it. Okay. Okay, <laughs> so my friend here, he really wants to know a number, so it would be easier for you to just give us a high one and we can get right to work. Wouldn't that be nice? Just lower my eyes at her. Just, like, raise one eyebrow. Breaking things. You know, glass tankards, bones, teeth. Go ahead and roll, Duncan. Can't tell you what happens until you roll dice. Thus is my curse. Ooh, not so Five good. Plus seven. Um, Diploma diplomacy is plus seven. <laughs> do you have a 
point of inspiration that you can use? Duncan has uh, four luck if you wanted to use it. Okay. Oh, luck I'll point. Yeah, use, a, use a luck point. Yeah, it's, yeah. Being charismatic means you're lucky, so. Oof. 15. <laughs> that was so close. A 15 is solid. So now I'm going to go back to character. So whatever you're thinking of, whatever you're thinking for the number, my friend here wants you to double it, okay? Does that sound good? Uh, she hesitates and then says, I can give you a hundred silver now. I can't give you a specific number for the reward when it's completed, but I will see that you are rewarded fairly. Please. We will be, uh, a noble person will be in debt. That's worth something. Is that worth something, my muscular? I suppose so. Could be worth a big favor. If her word is worth it. Well, and I stick my hand out, I'll help you no matter what your number is. Uh, she, she, she turns towards you, smiling for the first time, and graciously takes your hand. I shake her hand. I'll help too. Sounds like fun. Well, fuck. She does pull out a coin purse, take some coins out of it that she sort of pockets, hefts it, and then she, like, presents it to you, a, a coin purse. To me? Just, I guess, to uh, Zadie, because that's who's close uh, by. <laughs> a mutual arrangement uh, between us probably helped everyone. You owe us. I, I owe you. Yes. Yeah. One favor. Could be a big favor. Could be. I'm partial to silver. <sighs> Could be a lot of gold. Could be, could be. Never know. It gets out of jail freak. I guess I got nothing better to do. I'm cool with that. It'll be fun. We'll get to kill something big. We better. I get probably, angsty right? when I don't have some skulls to crack. Big, I mean, big. I mean, probably not huge because it's an assassin. Assassin is probably our size. Huge likely. in terms of political it's importance. Big in, in, in ability. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Let's do it. Fuck it. So when do we start on this escapade? Uh, well, ideally, you would start protecting me now. I now? don't know when the assassin means to strike. If I did, it would be a lot easier for me to protect myself. <sighs> All right, well, just stay with us. We're, we're... I mean, when do we take off for this meeting? Well, I mean to take off in the morning. To Good. make sure I'm there in time. Then I recommend you get some rest. It's a slumber party. So we're going <laughs> on a road trip together? That's going to be so fun. Yes, I'll start a fire. Uh, Someone tell some stories. Oh, wait. If you have <laughs> spare rooms here, um, I think I would be more comfortable sleeping in proximity to you. But if that would be too much of an imposition, I, I can also find lodging nearby. Oh my gosh, do you want to, like, have a sleepover? Uh, sure, yes. You can sleep right in between me and Zadie. Um, if it's, that if it's good? not too much trouble, is would it be possible for me to have my own room? I mean, whatever sure. you want, lady. Oh, you want to be up in those cold, lonely dungeons? Dungeons? <laughs> oh, it's lovely. What? I'm sorry, I must have missed We got that. some nice cells to sleep in. Oh, dear me. <laughs> I'm only fucking with you. There's an empty room over there in the corner. It's mine. I'll be posted up out here while you all get some shut-eye. Oh, I, I don't mean to... I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to make you leave your room. Trust me. I want you to be nice and rested tomorrow. So we can get this over with quicker. And he picks up like this huge tank, like wooden tanker that's just full of ale. And he walks over 
pulls up a chair. What time is it, by the way? Just just so I know. Uh, evening, I would imagine. Like a common room? Yeah, like I, I think there's kind a big of? set of double doors into like a hall with some long tables and a big fireplace and then stairs up to rooms. Instead, So actually, what I'll do is I'll take a chair, my tankard, and as we're all going to bed, I will set the chair next to the door of my room that she should sleep in, so I'll be, like, posted up out there, just sort of on guard. Okay, yeah, sounds good. I will also ensure that there's something... I will literally pick up and move a giant dresser in front of a window, if I have one, and just, like, completely yeah. rearrange the furniture so that the only way in is through me. Okay. Right. Okay, everyone turn around. He can't, he can't perform is well staring directly well, at you and yeah, does not shift his eyes well, at all. Well, I suppose if only you that's fine. You cast magic? Uh, yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Okay. I cast the magic. I cast magic. I cast the magic spell. So we're all magic users and you hunt witches. Uh-huh. Yeah, how did you get in with this group? I didn't get in with this group. I joined this guild. I still hunt witches. Only the bad ones. Well, I hunt bitches. <laughs> 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 this is bitch hunter. Uh, that comment. Yo, I'm a movie classic <laughs> bitch hunter. <laughs> I said only the bad, <laughs> only the bad bitches, <laughs> only the bad bitches. We only hunt bad bitches. I in only here. hunt bad bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, she's a vogue multi class, and she's multi classing the bitch hunter. <laughs> He's a multi-class boss bitch and a bad bitch. <laughs> um, did you spec into the bad bitch subclass? <laughs> yeah, dude. We're making it canon. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Their number one ability is throw it back. <laughs> yeah, maybe just throw it back on these kobolds right now. <laughs> Perhaps we should fast forward to the morning. Let's actually go to the middle of the night. Leaned up against the door. So I am knee deep in a s'more right now. Knee deep in a s'more. Fucking been roasting all night. Already three and a half. Don't know where they got graham crack. A luxury. I would imagine, yeah. Marshmallows I made do. Old jello I found. Pretty nasty, actually. The chocolate is the one redeeming factor. That is. You want one? I had one too. He looks at it, looks at you, slowly takes it. You're a weird one. And then just. Is it like in a bowl? What is this? <laughs> No, it's like a s'more. It's in between two graham crackers. He just like, well, like starts... This weird gelatin substance. He starts like shoving the thing in his mouth and it like the crumbs and like the marshmallow just gets caked into his beard and he's just like... It's interesting, isn't it? I can't quite figure out what that white gelatin... Is. I've had like seven and I haven't had any effects. You know, watch your guts. Watch, you know. I hope which is in the mire. I think I can handle... <laughs> I think that gelatin might have gone bad. <laughs> what was the best buy date really? on that? <laughs> Did it have a date on it? Yeah, it says um, best by uh, the 17th of Midmore, 1397. What year is it? What year is it, he says. That was four years ago. Four years ago? <laughs> <laughs> For you, I don't know. <laughs> I made that up. Well, that's what you do. maybe the lifespan on Jellos. You had four of those. Seven. Um, seven. <laughs> if you live by the morning, you have a constitution of a rock troll. Best of luck to you. I've always known that. About you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's not morning yet. 
Still got a few hours left. All I'm saying is, we might be one short tomorrow. Um, since everybody else seems to be awake, uh, I am sleeping totally soundly. Good night, guys. <laughs> Sleep well. Unless something happens. Uh, you know, something just something might happen. Something about to happen. <laughs> so Something is happening. Everybody is asleep. Three of you are in beds, and Oris is at the door. And what is everybody's detection? Detection is 14. Detection 17. 16. 16. 16. I'm a grandmother. There is an NPC who has entered the building, and they were very stealthy. The only thing is it's very hard to enter the room where Alyssa is staying without going by Oris. No matter how stealthy you are, it's just... Which is not very possible, so... Fuck yeah. Oris, you, uh, you begin to awaken to find a uh, dark figure hooded and cloaked who is looking very stymied at the fact that you're sitting on a chair in front of this door that they seemingly are trying to enter through. So Oris sees this, he just sort of slowly lifts his head and you see like the eyes from beneath the brim of the hat and his mouth curls into a grin and he, he's, he has his shield in his hand and his mace at his side and he just grabs the mace and goes, I was hoping for a midnight dance. All right. You may have noticed that initiative is a derived value and therefore there's already an initiative order here. If it gets to your initiative, you can drop down lower in the initiative for that round if you want. So, for example, in the initiative order we have here, Katya would go before Arn. But if for some reason you, like as a, as a team of players, wanted Duncan to go first, Connor, you could drop down below uh, Arn so that Arn goes first. You just can't do it the other way. You, you cannot bump yourself up in the initiative. The sneakest is going to go first. They are the first in initiative. For this first turn, those of you who are still sleeping, uh, I'm going to say it's an, it's an action for you to wake up and get out of bed. This sneaky assassin, they don't have any weapons out when you wake up and uh, begin to speak to them. The, uh, the implication seeming to be that they were not intending for a fight to take place. They, they really did think that they were just going to be able to sort of get in here. That's so your first mistake. They pull out a very long, <laughs> thin dagger, and in the blink of an eye, they step forward and try to lunge in to stab you with it. Now, what are you going to do with that little toothpick? Uh, with a roll like that, they're probably going to do quite a bit. So uh, that, that is a 22 on attack roll. Damn. It hits my deflection. Uh, great. Then I get to roll my die. That's my exact deflection. Uh, yeah, and I, I rolled a four. Piercing is effective against plate armor that you're wearing, so that deals damage. This thin blade Damn. sneaks Ouch. in between your armor. The blade pierces deep into your flesh, and then they, <laughs> they pull it out and go for a quick step back. Uh -oh. That's their turn. Well done. Uh, everybody's going to have three, except for Caden is a defender, so he has four. Mm-hmm. But after stabbing you, that's the end of the sneak's turn, so after that would be Katya, unless you're going to drop down. Well, so I think I'm going to just go ahead and wake up. Okay. Did I hear anything ha happen? I, I think, so you would have heard Oris speaking. He did make a groan, but it did, was quiet. Did you cry out when you got stabbed? 
normally when you get stabbed, you don't necessarily, like, shout. Especially if you get, like, stabbed in a vital area. The breath tends to get knocked out of you, so it's more like of a... I don't necessarily think that you're on high alert, but there was some noise enough for you to wake up, and I think you just have a sense that, like, something is going on. I'm gonna, yeah. So I'm just gonna, I have two actions. Yeah. So I just wake up, and I ready my crossbow. So you, you wake up and grab your crossbow. Nice. Yep. Uh, next is uh, Arn. So I don't have that high of a detection. Do I still hear Oris getting stabbed? I think Oris talking is what gets everybody to be, like, at least semi-conscious. Okay. So I was, like, drifting off into a peaceful slumber. All of a sudden, I hear this gruff voice floating. And pretty nearby, also, you you may have heard Katya grabbing her crossbow, because th- that probably made a bit of sound. <sighs> what? Hold on. Katya, what's wrong? What's happening? Ah, oh, fuck grab my guitar and rush out there. So it'll be an action to wake up, and then grabbing your guitar would also be an action for this turn. Oh yeah, so that's what I do? Do I have to roll? Nope. <laughs> no. No, you don't have to roll for that. <laughs> After that is Oris. Okay, first action. He stands up. He's standing up in action? No. If I'm sitting Standing down. up from okay. sitting, not an action. So it stands up, and he's an opposing figure. He's about six foot, six foot one, large, broad build hammer and shield in one hand and his eyes that are like they have the sort of animalistic look to the like a primal look to them they begin to almost glow red as he enters a very silent but a very deep anger and i enter my rage Ooh. and then all right <laughs> i will raise my rondok shield in front of me okay yeah Let's see what else you got, fancy boy. Fancy boy. All right, so my, uh, what is the full thing? Uh, Raising your shield, basically, they'll have disfavor on attack rolls they make against you. Right. Until the start of your next turn. And my health is now at five for the remainder of this round. Yeah. Until I take damage. That is my turn. Uh, All right. Uh, After that is uh, Zadie. So I'm going to get out of bed and go towards Oris's voice. Okay, uh, so you can move six squares on the battle mat. I think you can move yourself. Just put yourself where you want to be. So if you move over to here, you do see Oris with his shield up and this dark hooded cloaked figure with a uh, long, narrow knife that is covered in blood and dripping onto the floor. Glad you could join the party. How many actions do I have left? That would be both of your actions for the turn, waking up and getting out of here. So yeah, I think Sneak is going to uh, quickly and nimbly trick and flip their way over to here. Uh, they they are going to move through your movement, Oris, so you can make an attack with your shield if you would like to as your reaction. Can I stack on Warrior's Challenge for this? Because it says whenever I make an attack on a creature. Then yes. You know what? Uh, yeah, actually. All right. And I, I have a plus seven to this. So please. Oh, that's lovely. That is a 25. Yeah, that, that hits and it beats their deflection. Where are you going, boy? I Hold on. <laughs> At wrong accent. <laughs> okay, so first it has to make a DL 16 will save. Uh, No, I got a 12. Excellent. So the cha- you get disfavor on attack rolls against any creature besides myself. Great. And then I believe I just deal... Do I have a damage die for this? Uh, it looks like it's a d6. 
you beat their deflection, so you're rolling a d6 versus their armor to see if you damage them or not. And they have three health, which is standard. Okay, three. Three is going to be high enough. All right. As they run by, you just kind of slam them with your shield. And you can tell immediately that's some heavy bruising. You think you feel some uh, some snap, crackle, popping going on. Like maybe you broke I love that too. sound. Let's see if we can make a symphony out of you. And with you so thoroughly uh, harassing this person as they try that to guy. get past you, uh, they are going to have disadvantage on their next action, which was going to be to attack Zadie. I got a really good roll and a really bad roll because I have disadvantage. I have to take the really bad roll. Cool. Ooh, good. You got a what? I got a good. 12. What about your evasion? 14. 14. 12. Below evasion. So yeah, uh, they try to stab you, but they're nice. sort of being harassed by Oris and his shield. So doesn't hit. <laughs> cool. Next is Katya. All right. I run out of my room. Want to move towards the source of the commotion as far as I can go. Go ahead and move yourself on... On here, yeah. This this is a this is a wall. So to get into the room where this all is going down, you'll have to get past that. I want to step forward. Take one more step forward. Can I? I want to cast a spell. Okay. Am I able to? If you move diagonally, you'll be right in line of sight with him, like from the doorway. Well, I want to cast a blessing. Oh, yeah, you can do that real quick. All of the magical characters roll a d four. <laughs> I don't have to do none of that shit. I rolled a four. Okay. Whatever you rolled on your D4, you have that many ounces of mana crystal. Okay. Oh, that's a lot of good rolls. That means you can cast four first level spell. I can cast three. I'm going to use one, and I cast Blessing on me, Oris, and Zadie. All right. And would you like to tell them what that is going to do? Yeah. So that's going to give you a bonus 1D4 on every attack roll and saving throw. Ooh. Very good. We didn't move from my first action all the way to right behind. One, two, three, four. Yes, yeah, so you get two more if you want. Okay. Yeah, move in, move in front of me if you and want. Then I'll start Bardic Performance, bro. Let's oh, do it. Yeah. So now y'all get to re-roll any 1d20 you make per round. I'm choosing to play the bar fight music from Pirates of the Caribbean 2. <laughs> you know, the stuff that goes... Very lively. So that's the soundtrack y'all get beating the shit out of this one assassin. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Very jumpy. Excellent. Nicely done. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so after that is Oris and Oris on the start of your turn, go ahead and make a fortitude save. Uh, oh, is it fuck. a d20? It is. You have a blessing. You have a blessing. Right, plus, you get to add a d4. a d4. Yeah. This you have is a my blessing. fortitude save. Yeah. I don't think we got you guys need to worry that much, but I'll add this anyway. So that's 17 plus 6 is 23. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Nothing is wrong. <laughs> I just sort of spit out, and I imagine a little bit of it is green. <laughs> nice try, kid. Poison? It's yeah. my turn. It's your turn. Can I take a step this direction for free? Yep. So once per turn, once per round, really, you can move one square as a free action. Fuck yes. All right. I didn't take any damage. Is my rage still up? Uh, you have not taken damage since you went into rage. I think I should clarify. Let me see. Yeah. Taking damage does not end your rage. It's just that taking Ooh. damage removes the temporary health that you get from being oh, in rage. Okay, okay. Yeah, that would be good to clarify. Oh, I guess it does. So, yeah, that's good to clarify. It does say that. I just misread it. Okay, cool. 
I've got two actions. Buddy, this isn't good for you. Well, obviously the first one is going to attack, and I'm going to use a power attack. Oh, wait. This is with both actions. Ooh. You know what? I'm going to use a luck point. I mean, you get a free reroll wow. from uh, Duncan's performance. Yeah, you also get the bardic, you get the bardic performance reroll. Okay, so then that that's the bardic performance reroll. I mean, let's see if I can. I have a seven, so right now it's current, and I have a D four, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so then this is currently at fifteen. Nineteen. That's pretty good. Not bad at all. Well struck, my lord. Do I beat the deflection? Well struck, my lord. 19 is going to beat an evasion, but it's not quite going to beat the deflection. Okay, so if I don't beat the target's deflection, they take two dice of poise damage? Yeah. Whatever your weapon die is with the weapon you're attacking with, you roll that die twice and they take that much poise damage. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Nice. Oh, that's a good roll. <laughs> nice. That's a good roll. That's an that 11 right there, roll. my buddies. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So he just takes one massive leap forward. And as he does, he's bringing the, the hammer behind his back. He lifts it up and brings it right down onto his shoulder blade. Essentially, this attack, it doesn't deal permanent damage. Like, it doesn't break bones or anything. But you basically smack him and he, like, stumbles backwards and, like, falls down. At the moment, he's flat-footed, has, has little ability to defend himself. Because his maximum poise would be nine. And you did 11 points of damage. So his current poise is negative two. <laughs> You're dead, kid. Damn. You're dead. See that? That was a good hit right there. Because this was a power attack. He's just like, boom. <laughs> knocked him knocked him on his ass. Yeah, this guy goes like flying. He goes like flying back into the wall. I'm still a little bit like, I just woke up. What's going on? <laughs> so I'm going to cast Frozen Clothes. Okay, yeah. Which Ooh. is a cantrip. You have to make a fortitude save. Okay. Uh, I, I rolled really high. Uh, that's going to be a 20. That probably beats it. Didn't work. And then after that, I'm going to pull my rapier because I still haven't done that. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On Sneak's turn, he's going to... He, he's basically on his butt at the moment, but he, he's like scoots away as fast as he can. He, he's still quite fast. As he stands oh, up, he whips out a scroll, unfurls it, and before you can get to him... He mutters the command word, Akidaka, and in a flash of light, he disappears. No, ah, fucking asshole, bro. I fucking what hate a prick. magic. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Damn it! I didn't even get to shoot him yet. Oris, what happened? Oris is like still in a deep, deep <laughs> rage. Just staring at this. He is blocked out. <laughs> on, everybody. Go. He's just staring at the point where this dude just disappeared. Oh. Fucking. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna mosey on over, ripping both of his weapons towards towards those two. Yeah, I'll I'll do a little mosey. Yeah, we'll mosey. I think we'll Zadie mosey is still like really confused about what's going on to the point where she's like, was that a dream or what just happened? Dude just disappeared. Where am I? Oris <laughs> is also bleeding from the wound he received like there's blood trickling from where he got stabbed damn let's patch that up big guy Uh don't know any healing um does anyone know any healing how long does my rage last until i drop it let me see your rage can last up to one minute oh there it is if i fucking read the whole thing do i know healing zadie do you know anything about first thing i don't know i sure hope so do i if, if a minute goes by 
You guys asking if anybody knows healing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. I have holy magic, but I didn't see I have a healing spell among the options. I have one point in medicine, but... Uh, well, it's worth a try. Uh, you, you, don't, you don't necessarily have to. Yeah. Uh, Zadie can do medicine and well, and, and hold on, can hold help on. her. Oris drops, comes out of his rage after a minute goes by, just huffs, takes a seat in his chair, and from it, within his coat, he pulls out a kit that he usually keeps on him and unfurls it, and it's like a field dressing kit, and he just mm-hmm. starts working on himself. I have a plus four to medicine, so... Yeah, and he probably wouldn't let me cast a spell on him anyways. Arn can help you though. He's absolutely not. Yeah, that probably makes sense. But you're good at you're good at first aid. You can help him. I don't know if I would say I'm good at it. Well, you can give me the help action if you want. Yeah, let's do that. Is it the same as our standard help actions where I get advantage? Uh, not exactly. How does it work? Duncan's character is a leader, which means he's always considered trained with any skill that he helps with. Right. I see. True. So he's really good at using like- the help act. So I think he should help. Yeah, so Duncan, if you are using the help action, you can roll a d20, and we'll see what the result of that is. 18. 18! Nice. On a 15 through 20, you help a lot, yeah, granting them favor. So okay. now, Caden, you can make a medicine check. Yeah, let me hold Let me hold that spin for you. Is that good? Just don't talk while you're doing it. <laughs> All right. Do I have a d4 to this as well? Very well. No, because it's not a saving throw. No, no, no. Oh, I see. Oh, that's right. This is a skill check. Well, that'll be a... That's a 17 plus 4, 21. That's a good one. So on a 21, you will be able to uh, cure the uh, the poisoning that you have. You, you, you have been poisoned. It will take effect when you next take a rest. Uh, until then, you have the drowsy condition. What does that mean? While drowsy, you are flat-footed. You get a minus three penalty on all checks and saves, and you can only take a single action on your turn unless you succeed a difficulty 13 Ooh. fortitude save. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, definitely gonna want to... S- so if you take a regular eight-hour rest, that medicine check will take effect and you'll remove the condition. To remove the damage, you will have to rest for 24 hours. Fuck. I'm gonna sleep now. Somebody That's else up. watch the princess. The guy. Um, is she up? Did she wake up during? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, did she like come she, out? She, she she woke up. I don't think she left her room, but okay. I'm gonna go talk to her. I let her know. I'll keep watch. Uh, everything's fine. Stay calm. We just had a little bit of an accident. I'm gonna go with you. Okay. I walk up. Knock, knock. You may enter. Okay, so don't panic. <laughs> we. She looks like she's trying really hard not to panic. <laughs> okay, look me in the eyes. Hey, look, look at me. There's no reason to panic. We just had a little bit of a mix-up outside. The good news, let's start with the good news. The good news is, we believe you about the assassin. Did you not believe me before? How was that in question? (laughs) Um, well... She looks very flustered. Regardless, we believe you now. And we just sort of met him, but everything's fine. We fought him off valiantly. Just one of our members is sleeping off a couple, you know, minor, minor flesh wounds. Oh, no. He didn't do shit. Right, thank you. Trust us. Everything's fine. You're in great hands. So please just go back to sleep and we'll continue to handle this. You, uh, he points at... What race is your character, Connor? I think Connor's oh. just in a dar. I'm just a human, I think. Oh, well, you're dar. all humans. Mm-hmm. Female Adar. Caden is a male uh, Ilyano. Duncan is a male? Yes. Arndar. Frankie is a 
female elf. Can I try to calm her down? Or just try to smooth her? Yeah, it seemed like you were trying to do that. I'm gonna say something along the lines of like, are you sure you wouldn't feel safer with me in here as well? Um, yeah, I, I think I would like if you stayed in here. Great. I start, like, making right. a little cot on the floor. <laughs> I, like, it out. pitter-patter to my room and, like, grab the <laughs> quilt and a pillow and, like, toss it on the floor. Okay, so, well, I'm going to stay, stand watch outside uh, the door. Okay. Uh, oh. Like how... And Oris is going to shut the door and he's going to basically like prop himself up against the door, like all, sort of on the floor, just like on the other side. So base in the, so in the same room as everybody else. So we're all going to be in the room. <laughs> well, some of the people are outside the room. There's a wall right here. Oh yeah. I'm outside the room. Yeah. I want to be assuming on the other side. Duncan is not going to stay in the room. Also just Zadie. <laughs> Did I 16 on that? Um, I got a 14 on that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that was a success. And, uh, you know, Alyssa uh, looks less flustered. Looks like they might get some sleep. Okay. Fuck yeah. She's chill now. Well, you always have had a way with word. I'm going to bed. Keep an eye out. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Vitamin Dice. If you want updates about episodes and pictures of the party's pets, Follow our Instagram. If you want to support the show, join our Patreon. There are levels for as little as $1 per month. We don't pay to advertise the show in any way, so we rely entirely on listeners like you to tell people about the show. So go tell people! Please? If you have a podcast or something else you might like us to shout out, please let us know. You can email us at v-y-t-a-m-i-n-d-i-c-e at gmail.com feel free to send us questions or comments about the show we would love to hear from you and we would love to hear all those juicy questions you must have and as always nine out of ten doctors recommend a daily dose of vitamin d and the d stands for dice